Judges 19 1 2048 Now in those days, when there was no king in Israel, a Levite who lived in the remote hill country of Ephraim took for himself a concubine from Bethlehem in Judah. But she was unfaithful to him and left him to return to her father's house in Bethlehem in Judah. After she had been there four months, her husband got up and went after her to speak kindly to her and bring her back, taking his servant and a pair of donkeys. So the girl brought him into her father's house, and when her father saw him, he gladly welcomed him. His father-in-law, the girl's father, persuaded him to stay so he remained with him three days, eating, drinking, and lodging there. On the fourth day, they got up early in the morning and prepared to depart, but the girl's father said to his son-in-law, Refresh your heart with a morsel of bread, and then you can go. So they sat down and the two of them ate and drank together. Then the girl's father said to the man, Please agree to stay overnight and let your heart be merry. The man got up to depart, but his father-in-law persuaded him, so he stayed there that night. On the fifth day, he got up early in the morning to depart, but the girl's father said, Please refresh your heart. So they waited until late afternoon and the two of them ate. When the man got up to depart with his concubine and his servant, his father-in-law, the girl's father, said to him, Look, the day is drawing to a close. Please spend the night. See, the day is almost over. Spend the night here, that your heart may be merry. Then you can get up early tomorrow for your journey home. But the man was unwilling to spend the night. He got up and departed, and arrived opposite Jebus, that is, Jerusalem, with his two saddled donkeys and his concubine. When they were near Jebus and the day was almost gone, the servant said to his master, Please, let us stop at this Jebusite city and spend the night here. But his master replied, We will not turn aside to the city of foreigners, where there are no Israelites. We will go on to Gibeah, he continued, Come, let us try to reach one of these towns to spend the night in Gibeah or Ramah. So they continued on their journey, and the sun set as they neared Gibeah and Benjamin. They stopped to go in and lodge in Gibeah. The Levite went in and sat down in the city square, but no one would take them into his home for the night. That evening an old man from the hill country of Ephraim, who was residing in Gibeah, the men of that place were Benjamites, came in from his work in the field. When he looked up and saw the traveller in the city square, the old man asked, Where are you going, and where have you come from? The Levite replied, We are travelling from Bethlehem in Judah to the remote hill country of Ephraim where I am from. I went to Bethlehem in Judah, and now I am going to the house of the Lord, but no one has taken me into his home, even though there is both straw and feed for our donkeys, and bread and wine for me and the maidservant and young man with me. There is nothing that we, your servants, lack. Peace to you, said the old man. Let me supply everything you need. Only do not spend the night in the square. So he brought him to his house and fed his donkeys. And they washed their feet and ate and drank. While they were enjoying themselves, Suddenly the wicked men of the city surrounded the house. Pounding on the door, they said to the old man who owned the house, Bring out the man who came to your house, so we can have relations with him. The owner of the house went out and said to them, No, my brothers, do not do this wicked thing. After all, this man is a guest in my house. Do not commit this outrage. Look, let me bring out my virgin daughter and the man's concubine, and you can use them and do with them as you wish. But do not do such a vile thing to this man. But the men would not listen to him. So the Levite took his concubine and sent her outside to them, and they raped her and abused her throughout the night, and at dawn they let her go. Early that morning, the woman went back to the house where her master was staying, collapsed at the doorway and lay there until it was light. In the morning, when her master got up and opened the doors of the house to go out on his journey, there was his concubine, collapsed in the doorway of the house, with her hands on the threshold. Get up, he told her. Let us go. But there was no response. So the man put her on his donkey and set out for home. When he reached his house, he picked up a knife, 
took hold of his concubine, cut her limb by limb into twelve pieces, and sent her throughout the territory of Israel. And everyone who saw it said, Nothing like this has been seen or done from the day the Israelites came out of the land of Egypt until this day. Think it over, take counsel, and speak up. Then all the Israelites from Dan to Beersheba and from the land of Gilead came out, and the congregation assembled as one man before the Lord at Mizpah. The leaders of all the people and all the tribes of Israel presented themselves in the assembly of God's people, 400,000 men on foot, armed with swords. Meanwhile the Benjamites heard that the Israelites had gone up to Mizpah, and the Israelites asked, Tell us, how did this wicked thing happen? So the Levite, the husband of the murdered woman, answered, I and my concubine came to Gibeah and Benjamin to spend the night. And during the night, the men of Gibeah rose up against me and surrounded the house. They intended to kill me, but they abused my concubine, and she died. Then I took my concubine, cut her into pieces, and sent her throughout the land of Israel's inheritance, because they had committed a lewd and disgraceful act in Israel. Behold, all you Israelites, give your advice and verdict here and now. Then all the people stood as one man and said, Not one of us will return to his tent or to his house. Now this is what we will do to Gibeah, we will go against it as the lot dictates. We will take ten men out of every hundred from all the tribes of Israel, and a hundred out of every thousand, and a thousand out of every ten thousand, to supply provisions for the army when they go to Gibeah in Benjamin to punish them for the atrocity they have committed in Israel. So all the men of Israel gathered as one man, united against the city. And the tribes of Israel sent men throughout the tribe of Benjamin, saying, What is this wickedness that has occurred among you? Hand over the wicked men of Gibeah so we can put them to death and purge Israel of this evil. But the Benjamites refused to heed the voice of their fellow Israelites. And from their cities they came together at Gibeah to go out and fight against the Israelites. On that day the Benjamites mobilized 26,000 swordsmen from their cities, in addition to the 700 select men of Gibeah. Among all these soldiers there were 700 select left-handers, each of whom could sling a stone at a hair without missing. The Israelites, apart from Benjamin, mobilized 400,000 swordsmen, each one an experienced warrior. The Israelites set out, went up to Bethel, and inquired of God, Who of us shall go up first to fight against the Benjamites? Judah will be first, the Lord replied. The next morning the Israelites set out and camped near Gibeah. And the men of Israel went out to fight against Benjamin and took up their battle positions at Gibeah. And the Benjamites came out of Gibeah and cut down 22,000 Israelites on the battlefield that day. But the Israelite army took courage and again took their battle positions in the same place where they had arrayed themselves on the first day. They went up and wept before the Lord until evening, inquiring of Him, Should we again draw near for battle against our brothers the Benjamites? And the Lord answered, Go up against them. On the second day the Israelites advanced against the Benjamites. That same day the Benjamites came out against them from Gibeah and cut down another 18,000 Israelites, all of them armed with swords. Then the Israelites, all the people, went up to Bethel, where they sat weeping before the Lord. That day they fasted until evening and presented burnt offerings and peace offerings to the Lord. And the Israelites inquired of the Lord. In those days the Ark of the Covenant of God was there, and Phinehas son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron, served before it. The Israelites asked, Should we again go out to battle against our brothers the Benjamites, or should we stop? The Lord answered, Fight, for tomorrow I will deliver them into your hand. So Israel set up an ambush around Gibeah. On the third day the Israelites went up against the Benjamites and arrayed themselves against Gibeah as they had done before. The Benjamites came out against them and were drawn away from the city. They began to attack the people as before, killing about thirty men of Israel in the fields and on the roads, one of which led up to Bethel and the other to Gibeah. We are defeating them as before, said the Benjamites. But the Israelites said, Let us retreat and draw them away from the city onto the roads.
So all the men of Israel got up from their places and arrayed themselves at Baal Tamar, and the Israelites in ambush charged from their positions west of Gibeah. Then ten thousand select men from all Israel made a frontal assault against Gibeah, and the battle was fierce. But the Benjamites did not realize that disaster was upon them. The Lord defeated Benjamin in the presence of Israel, and on that day the Israelites slaughtered 25,100 Benjamites, all armed with swords. Then the Benjamites realized they had been defeated. Now the men of Israel had retreated before Benjamin because they were relying on the ambush they had set against Gibeah. The men in ambush rushed suddenly against Gibeah, they advanced and put the whole city to the sword. The men of Israel had arranged a signal with the men in ambush, when they sent up a great cloud of smoke from the city, the men of Israel would turn in the battle. When the Benjamites had begun to strike them down, killing about thirty men of Israel, they said, They are defeated before us as in the first battle. But when the column of smoke began to go up from the city, the Benjamites looked behind them and saw the whole city going up in smoke. Then the men of Israel turned back on them, and the men of Benjamin were terrified when they realized that disaster had come upon them. So they fled before the men of Israel toward the wilderness, but the battle overtook them, and the men coming out of the city struck them down there. They surrounded the Benjamites, pursued them, and easily overtook them in the vicinity of Gibeah on the east. And eighteen thousand Benjamites fell, all men of valor. Then the Benjamites turned and fled toward the wilderness to the rock of Remen, and Israel cut down five thousand men on the roads. And they overtook them at Gittim and struck down two thousand more. That day twenty-five thousand Benjamite swordsmen fell, all men of valor. But six hundred men turned and fled into the wilderness to the rock of Remen, where they stayed four months. And the men of Israel turned back against the other Benjamites and put to the sword all the cities, including the animals and everything else they found. And they burned down all the cities in their path. John 3 22-4-3 After these things, Jesus and his disciples came into the land of Judea, and there he was staying with them, and was baptizing. Now John was also baptizing in Anon, near Salim, because the waters were many there, and they were coming and being baptized. For John had not yet been cast into the prison. Then a debate arose among the disciples of John with a certain Jew about purification. And they came to John and said to him, Rabbi, he who was with you beyond the Jordan, to whom you have borne witness, behold he baptizes, and all are coming to him. John answered and said, A man is able to receive not one thing if it is not given to him from heaven. You yourselves bear witness to me that I said, I am not the Christ, but I am sent before him. The one having the bride is the bridegroom, and the friend of the bridegroom, the one standing and listening for him, rejoices with joy because of the bridegroom's voice. Therefore, this joy of mine is fulfilled. It behooves him to increase, but me to decrease. The one coming from above is above all. The one being from the earth is from the earth, and speaks from the earth. The one coming from heaven is above all. What he has seen and heard, this he testifies, but no one receives his testimony. The one having received his testimony has set his seal that God is true. For he whom God sent speaks the words of God, for he gives the Spirit without measure. The Father loves the Son and has given all things into His hand. The one believing in the Son has eternal life, but the one not obeying the Son will not see life, but the wrath of God abides on him. Therefore when Jesus knew that Pharisees heard that Jesus makes and baptizes more disciples than John, although indeed Jesus Himself was not baptizing, but His disciples, He left Judea and went away again into Galilee. Psalm 104 24-35 How many are your works, O Lord! In wisdom you have made them all, the earth is full of your creatures. Here is the sea, vast and wide, teeming with creatures beyond number, living things both great and small. There the ships pass, and Leviathan, which you form to frolic there. All creatures look to you to give them their food in due season. When you give it to them, they gather it up, when you open your hand, they are satisfied with good things. When you hide your face, 
They are terrified, when you take away their breath, they die and return to dust. When you send your spirit, they are created, and you renew the face of the earth. May the glory of the Lord endure forever, may the Lord rejoice in His works. He looks on the earth, and it trembles, He touches the mountains, and they smolder. I will sing to the Lord all my life, I will sing praise to my God while I have my being. May my meditation be pleasing to Him, for I rejoice in the Lord. May sinners vanish from the earth and the wicked be no more. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Hallelujah. Proverbs 14 22-24 Do not those who contrive evil go astray. But those who plan goodness find loving devotion and faithfulness. There is profit in all labor, but mere talk leads only to poverty. The crown of the wise is their wealth, but the effort of fools is folly.